Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. This meeting of the Movie Council is now in session. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Movie Council podcast. We've been off for a couple weeks, but due to popular demand, we are back. My name is Dan. I am your host this evening, and I am joined by the formerly thickly bearded, smooth-talking Southern gentleman, Marky Bondarant. Marky? What's happening, brother? Not much, man. I appreciate it. Uh, you alluded to it. I shaved the beard off. I kept the mustache, though. Mm. Um, and I'm rocking what I like to call a B-rated Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going for that Mission Impossible look that he did there. What was it? Mission Impossible Fallout. Yeah. Damn, he looked good in that. Yeah, so, you know, trying to get on his level. Yeah, you look uh, you look very motorcycle copy. Oh, I would say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the kind of the kind of motorcycle cop that you really hope doesn't pull you over because mm. he's going to turn off his body cam and might beat the shit right. out of you. Yeah, one yeah. of those, one of the one that pulls up next to you and says, "Pull over," and you say, <laughs> "No, it's a cardigan." But thanks for noticing. <laughs> Killer beats, man. <laughs> Pumpkin pie haircut, freak. <laughs> oh, uh. So, so here's a little peek behind the curtain, folks. Uh, it's just me and Marky this week. Uh, That's right. Basically, you know, it's been a couple of weeks, and we were getting kind of antsy and wanted to jump back on. Uh, we don't have a topic. We we don't have any movies that we're going to review. We're just going to shoot the shit and have some fun because, you know, the, the, the Super Bowl was last weekend, so there's all sorts of new trailers out, some new movie news, some interesting shit in the world so we're just going to talk about it and have some fun uh for, first thing i want to bring out marky yes the so like i said super bowl last week new trailers all over the place right the flash trailer did you watch it mm-hmm. oh I my watched it goodness I, yeah i saw i saw i watched the super bowl so i saw the little it was almost like a teaser i guess that they put mm-hmm. on they didn't show the full thing and it said like you know go to whatever to check out the full trailer and I've watched it at least two times since. And oh, yeah. I put it on YouTube and uh, casted that to my uh, my big-ass TV so I could see it in like it's all widescreen format glory to try and pick up on all the details. I have done the exact same thing. Yeah, I know you. <laughs> but but I tell you what, like, there's my questions. I think we've even brought it up on the show. Like, why the fuck hasn't Ezra Miller been fired? There you go. Yeah, they're they're putting a lot into this movie, and goddamn, it looks great. I cannot wait. Yeah, that's Warner Brother put a shit ton of eggs into this basket. Mm-hmm. So, and, and we speculated on that right when we were talking about all these uh, projects getting dropped, actors and actresses getting let go, James Gunn coming through cleaning house, mm-hmm. and yet Ezra Miller being the most problematic person with his personal life right. still has his movie coming out and his job and like, mm-hmm. this doesn't make any sense they, they must be really banking on this movie and then yeah. yeah 
you see the trailer and you're like, oh, oh, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> so there yeah. was a lot going on in there. Yeah, we got Michael Keaton as Batman, Ben right. Affleck as Batman. Um, there's some definite references to uh, the Flashpoint comic book and uh, movie that uh, or animated movie that came out. Um, okay, I'll, I'll tell you one. It's spoilerish for the comic book, maybe a little bit for the movie, but but not totally. Is that but... is that movie on? Uh, HBO is it one of those animated ones in HBO? Yes, yeah, you can watch it on HBO Max it's called the Flashpoint Paradox. And in that, and in the comic, there's a storyline where you know Superman when he came to Earth because Barry changed the past didn't get picked up by the the Kent family and instead was taken by the government and has since been like in this underground bunker the whole time. But can I, can I stop you right there real quick? Mm-hmm. Uh, when you said Barry changed the past, did he do that in uh, the the last um, Justice League thing? Well, see, that's the thing. Yeah, in the Justice League, he went like thirty seconds into the past uh-huh. to you know stop Stephen Wolf from doing what he did. So he went back just a little bit to give Superman and Cyborg enough time to win. So in this one, apparently, he's going to go all the way back to when oh. his mother was killed. Right. Try, okay. well, at least this is what happens in Flashpoint. He goes back, okay. saves his mom. When he gets back to the present time, everything's different. All right. I didn't mean to stop you there. I was just yeah. uh, wanted to make sure because there's it's easy to miss something that happened in the previous movie. So, but it sounds mm-hmm. like we, we might learn about it in this new Flash movie. Yeah, I I, I would think so. Okay. And, and it, it seems like the big difference here is instead of Superman, they switched it to Supergirl. Right, as we so, saw, like we saw her in the in the uh, trailer, wearing like this kind of like hospital looking gown, right. going, "My name is Kara," and she, and, yeah, she looks yeah. like uh, Eleven getting busted out of Stranger Things or something. Yes, exactly. So it, that it makes sense. Like they like stole a, that it is a military from military base, right? Mm-hmm. And she immediately in that trailer, she immediately starts throwing soldiers into walls and shit. She looks pissed. Exactly. So, so. so I got a feeling they stole that from Flashpoint. But everything, like Flashpoint, there isn't two Barrys. So this is definitely different from that, but they're taking stuff from it. So I can't Dude, wait. I tell you, I tell you what, though, and I've already seen a buzz about it. I cannot wait to see Michael Keaton as old man oh, Batman. It, right? he's, he's rocking the old, um, what's his name, uh, Tim Burton suit from you know mm-hmm. back in the glory days oh man this is gonna be so yeah. dope and, and they one... got the burton batmobile there too right they pulled that <laughs> off Woo, baby um it shows that brief clip where it looks to be the keaton batman does the uh the classic batman move where he just swoops straight down gunfire mm-hmm. coming up at him and he just starts kicking ass yeah, yeah that looks, looks like amazing good oh, i will i will tell right. you one thing so uh, and this will kind of go into play whenever we, whenever we start talking. I think we should jump into the the next uh, superhero trailer after this. And this mm-hmm. will go. This will maybe be a segue into that if you're not if you don't have anything else. But talking about the special effects for uh, the Flash movie, and it, granted, it is just a trailer. Um, most of what they showed in the special effects, when I could see, looked great. Mm-hmm. Um, again, just a trailer. You, 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 they don't give you very yeah. much. Um, you know, this movie is probably going to be two up two plus hours, and we see like a minute. But there is a there is a scene in the trailer where, where there's this squad car, this police car that's flying through the air, tumbling. Yes. 
And I remember looking at it when I had it on my big TV and I was like, that looks kind of cheap. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that particular special effect. I'm like, I wonder if that came in last. Why are they showing it in the trailer? That doesn't look very good. Not in my opinion. Like the textures look too smooth. It looked like mm -hmm. some old school CGI. Um, and I feel like some DC movies, some DC superhero movies in the recent future have been guilty of having uh, kind of some cheap CGI. And I feel Mike cutting some corners here and there. Yes, cutting yeah. some corners. And I feel like that's kind of where they shot themselves besides the scripts and the stories. Um, I think they shot themselves in the foot like a third time whenever they do that in comparison to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm -hmm. So, but, but I was like, this one, like I said, it's, he's clearly going to go into the past and change stuff, which apparently is going to reboot the whole DC universe. Yes. And because James Gunn uh, a few weeks ago now uh, tweeted out that video where he laid out everything they're going to do for the DC universe. Okay. Have you watched this one oh. yet? No, but I did see a screen grab on it, um, mm -hmm. and I did not recognize a shit ton of those projects. Yeah, so yeah, there's some weird ones coming out. Um, so so before season two of Peacemaker, which uh -huh. by the way, I'm rewatching season one of Peacemaker. Smart. That show is fucking perfect. Oh my good god, is it so good? But they're delaying that to do a. a Amanda Waller series called Waller. Um, then they're gonna do like a younger Superman movie, uh, a Supergirl movie. Uh, what uh, Blue Beetle was one he talked about. Booster wow. Gold, who are two kind of really random comic book characters, but two really fucking awesome comic book okay. characters. Like uh, these are especially Booster Gold. Uh, I've loved Booster Gold for years. He's this dude that, uh, you know, from like the 25th century, that's like a total fucking loser. Huh. But he finds a way to come to the past and using all his knowledge from the future and future technology comes to like our time to become a superhero. That's funny. <laughs> he is such a great character. They're, they're doing a movie with him. Um, yeah, just go go to James Gunn's Twitter the videos there, just scroll, you'll find it. He he lays out a whole bunch of kick-ass fucking projects that DC is going to be coming out with. I think basically all once the Flash kind of resets everything. Right. So what's you said? Blue Beetle was another one. Yeah, Blue Beetle. Uh, is uh, there's been a couple versions of him. The one they're doing um, is this kind of teenage kid named Jaime Reyes, who. You know, didn't want to become a superhero, but the the Blue Beetle uh, thing, the scarab, uh -huh. attached itself to his back because he was skateboarding in the parking lot of the, you know, the company that was developing it. So interesting. And he's just, yeah, just this fucking kind of punk teenage kid that gets thrust into the world of being a superhero. Okay. And, you know. It, it, the way he deals with it is fucking awesome. At least you know in the comics and well, that uh, sounds kind of like a Shazam story right there. With, yeah, uh, it, it, the it's Levi definitely guy. similar, right? Yeah, the kid too young to be a superhero, but is just given these fucking powers and has to figure right. it out and deal with it. So, speaking Re of the, really cool, cool shit. Speaking of the, what's his name, Zachary Levi? Mm -hmm. He he tweeted something about like the vaccine or something recently, or not trusting <sighs> a pharmaceutical company. Yes, and again, for, for, 
for yeah, whatever reason, I mean, a, a lot of people have that opinion, but why do people need to get so hung up on it? Like he, he I don't I don't understand. He's, he's, he's an actor. I mean, what's silly to me is that anybody that's got a movie coming out soon, uh, Ezra Miller, Zachary Levi, you keep your fucking mouth shut about anything political when a movie's about to come out, you would think that there's these studio stooges that are out there that have a hand over their mouth to get them, you know, especially in this right. day and age with Twitter and everything, you know, shut the fuck up. We're yeah. trying to sell a movie here. God like damn it. Filter their Twitter for yeah. them. But just, at the same time, yeah. I, I will say this about Zachary Levi. Like he got shit on because everyone thought he was, saying something about the vaccine or not trusting the vaccine. The mm-hmm. question was, do you trust Big Pharma? Mm-hmm. And he was saying, no, who the fuck would trust Big Pharma? They're clearly right. in it for the money. Right. But again, because everything is so divisive and so political, everyone took it as, oh, he's saying you shouldn't get the get the vaccine and right. blah, blah. No, he's just saying fucking Big Pharma are a bunch of cunts and you shouldn't trust them. I want, I Which wonder at even... one point, everyone agreed with. I know. I so I was just thinking too. I don't like. It's odd. The only people that don't agree with that statement are uh, the people that work for Big Pharma. Yeah, exactly. So I wonder if uh, it was like a a campaign, like a social media campaign against him to make him look bad for what he said. I don't know. That's a conspiracy in itself. Yeah, right? yeah. The whole thing is fucking weird. But but I tell you what, Fury of the Gods is coming out in a few weeks, and I am That's definitely going to see that. One. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like March sixteenth, so we're just like just under a month away. Okay, very exciting. Yeah, and I told you guys I saw that uh, that first one with him mm, pretty pretty right. recently and really liked it. Yeah, it's a great, great movie. I fucking love it. And from early screenings, I was just actually just saw this earlier today. Uh, a lot of people saying this new one better than the first really? one. That's good. Which, yeah. That would be impressive if, if it is because I love love that first one. So. Yeah, they they uh, the first one. This is a lot of speculation here on my part, but the first one it almost seemed like there wasn't too much pressure or hype to live up to. They didn't get in their own way, and they just made a good movie. You know, it was after Shazam came out that then. I feel like there's this real race between DC and MCU that started happening and they were trying mm-hmm. to make these DC movies just as big or bigger than their Marvel counterparts. And it's like they're putting themselves under too much pressure and they just fell short every time. Mm-hmm. But that Shazam movie was just, you know, it was just by itself. It's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. That one definitely kind of seemed to be like kind of its own thing where it, they were trying to make it for everybody too like yeah that's definitely a movie a you know eight-year-old kid can go and love it just as much as a you know 38 year old guy can go that's and true. love it you know and they kind of gave you a little bit of everything and just yeah they, they hit a home run with that one yeah i agree um did you want to uh trying to think if there's anything else going on in the dc world uh that we could cover while we're on that topic but uh the only other thing i did see like one quick still from the um 
which is called Joker Foley mm, Do mm-hmm. whatever with Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn. That's right. And yeah, she I mean, it was just one still, but it got me excited. I'm actually looking forward to that one. I am too. Um remember when we first announced that here on the podcast, we're like, oh my God. Oh my god, you guys. You guys. <laughs> They're doing a musical. And then mm-hmm. you got fucking Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn. What are they doing to our beautiful boy? But the more we kind of talked about it, you were like, you know what? What's his name? Todd Miller. Like Todd Miller. Todd Phillips. Todd Phillips. Yeah. Like he he fucking knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give process. him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Right. And I agree with you. Seeing that just that still image, I was like, that looks pretty good just from a standalone still image. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, <laughs> but because Joaquin Phoenix, I, I think maybe the reason it works for me, Joaquin Phoenix is not, especially in this role, he's not a traditionally handsome man, right? A lot of times, mm-hmm. these other characters that have played Joker, I mean, they're they're handsome Hollywood people. Yeah. Um, Joaquin Phoenix is a bare bones, down to earth actor. He doesn't give a fuck what he looks mm-hmm. like, so, and he looks ragged as hell as the Joker. Yeah. And uh, Lady Lady Gaga, she can be pretty. But she almost looks like she's matching him in her ratchetness and, mm-hmm. and just that still image. Maybe yeah. a little bit nicer, a little bit prettier. So she looks like the better half. But that's always been the point of Harley Harley Quinn and the Joker. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, it could yeah. be cool. Looking forward to that. Um all right, other trailers that came out too at the Super Bowl. So we already talked about James Gunn, so you want to talk about James Gunn's other movie, Guardians <laughs> Volume 3? There's a lot of James Gunn going on right now, but I has tell you ever, what. Has Ooh. there ever been a director like this that has uh, had such high caliber stuff going on at once? You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, you know, it's usually quite multiple spread studios. out. Yeah. Right. This is and usually one studio like Tarantino, uh, Weinstein Brothers or Weinstein Company, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, right? Don't most directors kind of get favored and stick with? Yeah, they kind of work with one producer and one production company. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. This but is, yeah, James, James Gunn's, Gunn's fucking, fucking everywhere man. right now. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so but yeah, the Guardians Volume Three trailer dropped. Yeah. That looks excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, again, I, that's one I watched multiple times. Me too. I, I, yeah, I'm fully in. I, I watched it. Uh, so it there, there was a version, maybe I guess trailer one that came out before Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I watched that one multiple times. And then the one that came out at Super Bowl was like trailer two. And it was just, I, was it any different? Mm. When, when you look yeah, at it, on had, YouTube, it had a little more, uh, a few more scenes. So. Okay. And but... Actually, it's a different song, maybe too. And they might have it mixed up a little bit different. I think so, yeah. Um, but fantastic. And those trailers always get me so goddamn pumped. I know. Uh, the, the trailer gives me chills. It looks so good. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they do it. But what I was talking about earlier with the uh, special effects for The Flash, and I was like, they look pretty good. There's this one you know, that I'm like, ah, I don't know, it looks kind of cheap. That Guardians movie... Again, just a trailer. It's like a minute, a minute and a half long. But everything in that minute and a half looks fucking gorgeous. Mm. It looks so fucking good. And 
the Guardians movies are the, in my opinion, it's perfect for the no holds bar wildest special effects you want to do because it's it's neon right. like neon fantasy space so mm-hmm. it's just whatever you want make it as pretty vibrant whatever yeah and it, especially it this so well. one they seem to really go all out with the fucking like the bright colors are all raring like bright red spacesuits right you know floating through these fucking gorgeous scenes so mm-hmm. uh, yeah they're they're definitely pulling out all the stops there and it looks amazing. Yeah, it's like I agree. What's the date on that one, by the way? Do you remember? Oh, I think that one's in May. Oh, that right. soon? That'd be nice. Yeah. So, um, what was the date for the Flash? Do you remember on that one? Uh, that June twenty sixth, I believe it was. Okay. Something like that. Yes, June twenty sixth. All right. Correct. You know, Daddy will Google it right now. All right. Well, while you Google that, no, I'll not uh, quite Google, but yeah. Mm-hmm. The um, if anybody's watched the Guardians, the new Guardians trailer, um, I think it's pretty easy to determine. Or they even say like, there's comments from some of the characters, like one final ride, and they allude to one or more of them dying. So I think we're gonna see mm. some major characters get knocked off in this last installment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think you're definitely right because, and they're even. You know, like they seem to be introducing a a love interest for Rocket, which right, you know, yeah, can only end otter. badly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the otter. Yeah, is it like a weasel yeah. or an otter or something? But yeah, well, definitely. Rocket is a fantastic character. Bradley Cooper uh, does great voice acting for it. Brings a lot of depth to it. Um, but Rocket's always been the only time, not the only time. He's always kind of. Not not one dimensional, but there's not a whole lot of sides to him, right? It'd be nice to bring some more mm-hmm. depth to him. And I think Drax too. Drax is even probably the flattest out of all of them. Yeah, yeah, because we we haven't really explored either of their backgrounds. No. Like you know, like Drax, we're told his family has been killed, but we never got to see him with his family and what he was actually like with them. And same with Rocket, like, oh, he was experimented on, but we didn't actually get to see that. Right. And it seems like we're finally actually going to get to see that and really get a more kind of empathetic feeling for Rocket and where he came from. And yes, which I think means they're going to kill him at the end. They're going to make us really love him and then kill him at the end. So. Yeah, that's <laughs> I hope fair, I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But you know, yeah. they've killed and brought back Groot every other Guardians movie, right? Mm-hmm. At least the first one. Um, and the trailer that came out recently for the Guardians, they introduced that bad guy. I don't... You you know more about the comics. Yeah, it's like the Adam... Warlock, I think his name is. Yeah. By the way, I think that's the actor from Peacemaker, isn't it? The guy that plays the, uh, like their, uh, what do you call him, like a squad leader or something? Mm. You know what I mean, and and Peacemaker, the show. Mm-hmm. Um. But in the trailer, it, you get the impression that Rocket knows this guy. It was the guy that experimented, or at least it was con- the head of the group that experimented on Rocket. So mm-hmm. he he knows this guy from his background, um. Yeah, and it shows some 
deeply emotional scenes from uh, like one brief moment of Chris Pratt scream crying. So it looks like somebody's right. dying. Yeah, and there's a scene where they're like carrying Star Lord, right? Which makes you think maybe he's dying, which means he won't. They're no. trying to trick us. <laughs> maybe Drax will die. Maybe Gamora yeah. will die again. Oh, you know what? Maybe none of them will die and they'll leave us with a nice happy ending. Maybe that'd be nice. Yeah, I don't. But hey, that would be nice. Yeah. Um, this is American cinema. Everyone lives. <laughs> so, I um, out some dates on those. Yeah, so the Flash is June sixteenth, okay. not the twenty sixth. I was, I had the June and the sixth right. I just, yeah, June. And what 16th. about Guardians? Guardians will be, uh, ba, ba, ba. Jesus, what the hell? May fifth. So yeah. Okay. So Cinco de Mayo. Is there anything uh, else that happens that day, right? That's not any interesting anniversary, is it? (laughs) Funny (laughs) you mentioned that. That's the day that I got married to your niece. Oh, that's right. I knew that meant something. All right. So, What a great fucking anniversary gift. You bring her to see Guardians. Oh, my God. That's not her cup of tea. Yeah. (laughs) She, She would be so pissed. Oh, maybe then that could be her anniversary gift to you. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> um, I've got another trailer for you. Mm. I'm sure you've seen it. Um, John Wick Four. Yeah, soon. I just saw that today. Uh huh. And now it's coming out uh, pretty soon too. Maybe May as well, or mm-hmm. might even be March. Let's see. Dad, Dad, Daddy can look that up pretty All quickly. Right. Let's see. Release date March twenty four. Hell yeah, that's the so, soonest out of all of them. There you yeah, go. Yeah, nice. So fourth installment in the John Wick series. Uh, if you haven't seen the trailer, it is looks like it's more of the same. They mm-hmm. they're running with the formula that built the first three. Um, I'm excited to see. You can see it in the trailer that they're bringing the muscle car back. That was something that was lacking in the third one. Gee, but, I, I got to admit, I still haven't watched the third one yet. I've seen one and two multiple times each, but I haven't watched part three yet. My opinion. Now, I'm going to do that this weekend. Uh, if, if you ask me, uh, my ranking is uh, two is the best, and mm-hmm. then one, and then three. Um, yeah, two is pretty great. Two is just badass. The way it opens yeah. and just that scene of him ripping around in that car, smashing it to bits is so good. So he's got a car similar to that again. I don't know if it's the same mm-hmm. one. Um, but it looks like it ties in a lot of uh, previous storylines, which it's fitting. There's a lot of loose ends in the John Wick story. Um, it shows him like in a desert again. Yeah, on um, horseback, randomly. On horseback. Like, John Wick on horseback. Uh, he, oh, he, take he, my he does fucking that. money. <laughs> he, he does. He does horseback in the third one. So you haven't seen that. Oh, okay. He knows how to ride a horse. Yeah, of course he does. Um, and then there's also like this like samurai element. It looks like that's mm-hmm. being brought into Donnie Yen. Isn't that his name? Is going to be in there. Oh. He's like a famous. Uh, uh, he's he's the guy that did I think that's his name. He's the guy that did the Ip Man movies. Oh right, uh, right, right. Yeah. Um and there's another guy in there too. His name's escaping me, Japanese actor. He's the guy that was in Bullet Train most recently, but he's in scads of other things. I think he was in Last Samurai. Um and Bullet Train, he was like the father. Yeah, of, the elder. Uh 
Hiroyuki Sonata. I, I must don't be know it. if I'm pronouncing that properly, but yeah, Hiroyuki Sonata. He and usually he's... plays like some sort of uh, in in modern and in, in recent movies, he's played like a like a like a Yakuza crime boss kind of guy. Yeah, in Bullet Trains and uh, Army of the Dead. Mm-hmm, that's right. He was, he was Scorpion in uh in oh, Mortal yeah. Kombat. <laughs> I forgot. Um, that looks really good. I'm excited for that. I love the John Wick movies. Um, here's another. So, a while back, I, I had brought it up that, uh, like, as a, a segment for the show, we should do a, like, a Fast and the Furious, uh, you know, marathon, watch all the movies, kind of dive into each one of them. And you know, tepid response from everyone, <laughs> tepid at best. Do you but mean Fast I, and the Furious, like literally this Fast and the Furious series? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I thought like you know we could do a whole thing, you know, watch all the movies and few episodes where we break them all down. It's a lot of and, movies. They just announced the. Oh movie. yeah, so it would be uh you know, the slow and boring. I think instead of Fast and Furious, but yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, I think I came up with the name before the idea, but nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Fast X trailer just came out. But I have been recently. I actually started watching all the uh, the the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, and uh, well, a couple things. One, I tell you what, if you have never seen them, and or if you've seen a couple of them and you're not a big fan of them. If you really want to enjoy the Fast and the Furious movies, you need to look at them like the professional wrestling of the movie world. That's a good way to put it. Because that is exactly what they are. And they even, uh, I put a lot of thought into this, they even kind of follow the trajectory of professional wrestling. Interesting. So if you think about it, in like the early 90s, late 80s, wrestling kind of you know that it took itself serious and you know kayfabe was important they they wanted people to think it was actually real Mm. right but it was still ridiculous and over the top and fun to watch which is kind of like the first couple fast and furious movies and then at some point in the 90s wrestling just embraced it they're like all right you know it's fake we know you know it's fake. We're just gonna go balls to the wall crazy. Yeah. <laughs> With like ridiculous wrestling and like the the promos they would cut were so over the top and silly. And that's exactly what happened with the Fast and Furious movies. At one point they're just like, all right, we know these movies are silly, and we're just gonna fucking dive headlong yeah. into this absolute fucking silliness and and embrace it and have these guys fucking dragging giant safes behind their car smashing up a city and you know jumping a a car from one skyscraper to the other absurd but goddamn absolutely so fun to watch and if you can just accept that you know it's absurd the way you accept wrestling as being absurd you'll fucking love these movies which which one Sorry to cut you off there. Which mm. one was it where they were dragging the safes to the street? Ah, uh, that was uh, Fast Five, I believe. The one right before, or uh, Fast, uh, 
Yeah, Fast Five. I think, I think that yeah, I, that was the first one with the rock. Yeah, and he was trying one, to chase them. Yeah, I remember watching that one and being like, you know what, this is fun. This is pretty, yeah, <laughs> this is flat yeah. out fun. Yeah, that that was pretty much the point when they're just like, all right, we're just gonna go all out. We we know it's and like the dialogue in the movies aren't great, but mm-hmm. it, again, it's just about the absurdity and the fun of it, and they do a fucking heck of a job now. Yeah. It, they they put a lot of money into it and they always return well. I mean, they wouldn't mm. they wouldn't be making more if they weren't making money, right? Yeah, because so Fast X is coming out now. That Jesus trailer Christ. drop. Jason Momoa is in it. Fucking mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'll, I'll be in for that one. Statham's back. The Rock's mm-hmm. back. I think. Obviously, Vin Diesel. Um, yeah, yeah so. that's wild. And, and the other thing I learned was um, the order the movies are were released isn't the chronological order really yeah like if you want to watch them chronologically the uh the third movie fast and furious tokyo drift Uh you got to watch that one after uh fast and furious six and before part seven yeah it it weirdly i don't know why they did it that way but yeah chronologically you watch tokyo drift after six and then you watch seven. So interesting. Yeah. And then I find there's also a couple of shorts that you can watch. You can find them on like YouTube or Vimeo or something. Huh. Uh, there's one that comes before part two. Uh, it's called the the turbocharged prelude to Too Fast, Too Furious. Interesting. Yeah, and it's basically just a montage. It's not really worth it. It's like seven minutes long, and it's. Just uh, Brian O'Connor going from California to Florida, avoiding the cops and getting into some street races to make some money. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. And then there's another one that's like 20 minutes long called Los Bandoleros. And it's, yeah, like uh, it's Dom and Letty laying low in the Dominican Republic. And it's like, yeah, 20 minute little story that I think it comes after uh part four but before part five or somewhere in that area or right before part four and one of the two but yeah no idea so so i started watching them i'm up to uh i'm up to hobbs and shaw right now oh, i, I gotta watch, watch that one and then nine and then ten will be out but i tell you what the fast and furious movies are fucking fun they are they're fun, dumb man. as shit yeah, but again, I mean, I still watch wrestling, so who am I to judge? So, yeah, yeah. If, if you can, if you can put yourself in that mindset, you will fucking love Fast and Furious. I think I've seen all of them besides Tokyo Drift, and I, I have watched them over the years just because I'll be flipping through like HBO or something, and I'll see it on there, and I can't find anything to watch, and I'm like, fuck it. Yeah, on there, and I end up enjoying myself. I'm right? Saying. They yeah, they're fun ass movies. Man. Yeah, <laughs> if you don't take them seriously and just you know know what it is, they can be entertaining. Mm, for sure. So, well, all right. I, I just went on a a, a long ass fucking <laughs> rant there about the Fast and Furious, which seem passionate. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely need some goddamn help, but uh. <laughs> Maybe you can help me out. You you got anything? You got some movie news? Some anything you watch recently? You you wanna you, you yeah. wanna talk about? 
Yeah, so uh, there has been some news in the movie world recently. Um, most of the news that I have, a uh, couple things, are not the happy type of news. Oh, boy. Um, Bruce Willis has uh, been officially diagnosed with a form of dementia. Um, you know, with what was going on with him and him stepping mm -hmm. out of the, the spotlight. We knew that there was something going on, um, but his family did release a statement saying that he has, and, you know, I didn't, I'm not smart enough to even pronounce what it was that they said that he right. has, but <laughs> yeah. it, it is a form. It's a form of dementia. Yeah. It's a form <laughs> of dementia. And uh, it's, I think it's going to be really sad uh, seeing it develop over the next handful of years, because even what the family had said in their in their statement was that there are no known treatments for this mm -hmm. it's just something that that plays its course um yeah oh, God, and to add fucks. to that sadness i was reading some of the comments on reddit about it and some people were chiming in that had family members that had that and they said that uh you know i, I lost my my mother to this uh seven years after her diagnosis and someone else was saying the same thing. They're like seven years, uh, my my uncle was gone, um, and by, at the end they were just a shell of a person. Like and they deteriorated pretty quickly. So I would expect that uh, we probably won't be seeing um, anything new. I mean, definitely no more filming i would i would really yeah. hope that he doesn't put himself through that but also just not out there in public at all i mean this sounds like mm -hmm. something that you know it's this is a this is now a private personal thing and he's going through his final years like he's going to be with his family we're not going to see bruce willis or really yeah. anymore yeah because we, we kind of heard like a little bit about this before where it, you know like everyone was kind of wondering why he was doing every single movie role that came his way right whether it was like you know good pay bad pay he didn't care he just took any any job that would pay him and apparently like there was some rumors that like he was forgetting lines and not doing well and so we kind of saw this coming but it's still yeah it's a bit of a bummer because yeah i mean bruce willis really was fucking great yeah man i mean die hard Jump Again, play. I still watch it every year. I I watch Die Hard once a year at fucking Christmas time. So yeah, yeah, I'll always fucking love Bruce Willis for that. Yeah, yeah, I know that is sad. He's he's done a lot of awesome movies. So and it's just also just heartbreaking of a condition. You know, it's it's uh, there's a lot of bad ones out there, but this one to have someone's consciousness be stripped away from them day by mm -hmm. day until there's nothing left until you die that's yeah. extremely fucking heartbreaking right so yeah, pray for his off. family and him that uh they find some happiness and peace in these final mm -hmm. years because that's, that's not something that anybody should have to go through um next piece of cheerful news raquel welsh has died at the age oh, that's of right. yeah. thank you for bringing us back up thank god yeah. <laughs> uh, wait what <laughs> yeah raquel welch really one of the like all-time beautiful fucking hollywood actresses she's mm -hmm. like the the one that you know everyone 
talks about this the 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 picture of fucking beauty she right yeah. a timeless beauty too mm-hmm. it's gorgeous you know back in the day some of these broads you know like ah oh, she was you know she was 50s hot or she was 60s hot back then yeah. you know standards were different right yeah not but, raquel welch <laughs> fuck no dude god damn she was a knockout mm. but uh 82 years old she had a pretty long run yeah, you know decent run so um I'm not. I'm not sure the details of her passing. If it was uh, natural causes, you know, if there was something uh, that took her out a little bit prematurely, there, I do, I do not know. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, uh, just read the headline, so yeah, that's, that's the. <laughs> what else do you need? <laughs> <laughs> the other piece of uh, movie news here, and this could be a bummer. This or this could get you excited. Mm-hmm. They're going to make a sequel to I Am Legend with Will Smith. Really? Casting Will Smith once again. So for anybody that's seen the I Am Legend movie with Will Smith, he dies in the end. Mm-hmm. But I haven't seen this. There is an alternate ending where he lives. I have not seen this ending. Apparently it's I out me- there. I, I've heard about it. I don't think I've, I haven't watched it either, but I do remember hearing that like that was the original ending they were going to go with and then change it at the end. But yeah, I, I remember, uh, I think I can't remember. I may have read the book and watched the original black and white movie. Mm-hmm. I do. I do re- the original story was great. You know, this is one of those ones where you're like, why did they have to butcher it? Because the original story was just great. Um, you know, and they kind of alluded to it in the Will Smith one. The premise of the original story, you know, he this whole time he's fighting these monsters and they're these mutated beasts. And in the end, he realizes that he is the monster, that there's an evolution has taken place to where he is the last one of the old type of human and humanity has moved on changed into something different and he's been killing all these new people and from their perspective he's a monster he's just out there fucking right killing all their friends right right? like yeah he's the piece of shit yes so that's the realization that he has in the original story and uh i forget the details exactly how it ends up closing but essentially he walks away alive and releases like this this uh this uh person that he has captive because he he you know sees that he's been the piece of shit the will smith version the theatrical release he ends up like charging this horde of monsters they never he never concedes that he's the asshole and they never concede being the the beast that they are and he charges them with like a grenade in his hand and he blows them all up um the alternate ending i have no idea what it was maybe it was more uh like the original but so they're making a sequel they're starring they're casting will smith again uh, Michael B. Jordan's going to be in it, and the director or writer, whoever, has said that the sequel is going to count the alternate ending as canon. So they're going to start from the alternate ending. They're going to pretend oh, that the theatrical okay. release never <laughs> happened. Smart move. Okay. Yeah. I just thought that was funny. Like, all right, so the one that the public got, we just forget about that, and. uh now we're going to pretend like we're going with this one. Nice. 
So, Marky, uh, speaking of news, I have got some fucking news for you. Goddamn AJ finally woke up and showed up. Hey, <laughs> There hey, he is. Uh... Ladies and gentlemen, the hottest of hotshot bankers has finally joined us. A little, a little late, but he is finally here. H.A., what is happening? Oh, man, it's it's been a long week, so I had today off, and I was just lounging around doing jack squat today, and I dozed off in the early evening, and here I am now. <laughs> here I am now. Hey, Sounds like a happens. nice time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've been working hard all week, man. We've had a lot of things going on at my job, and um, you know, I I I don't take a lot of time off. So today, I just needed a day, and it's a long weekend because bankers don't work on you know this President's Day President's on Monday. Day. Yeah, so I wanted to sort of sandwich a little like time off around that holiday. So so I did today, and I didn't nice. really. Too much. I just, you know, I did watch the movie, so we'll get around Ooh. to me. We did. Yeah. I did watch a couple of them because um, I think it was long overdue that I watched these two movies. So I will explain that to all both of you. All right. Well, uh, well, let me tell you guys about. Uh, so, like I said, it's, it's been a couple of weeks. Uh, I didn't watch too many movies, but I did watch a couple. One I want to bring up is this documentary. Uh, it's pretty new. It came out this year. It's on Netflix, and it's called "The Hatchet Wielding Hitchhiker." Oh yeah, but like, so I don't remember the story. Apparently, this I remember that kid story. went kind of viral. I it was like that. ten yeah. years ago. Yeah, he was a hitchhiker in California. That um, the guy that picked him up ended up kind of fucking going crazy and like smashing his car into some construction workers and then trying to choke some woman to death and the hitchhiker guy who's this like long-haired real kind of surfer hippie dude pretty young kid yeah he's probably like yeah early 20s and he came up and like hit the the guy in the back of the head with a hatchet and when they interviewed him on the news he was so just like kind of over-the-top, charismatic, like, Anime. oh, I just came up behind him, and I was like, whoop-bam, 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 and he let her go, and it's this ridiculous thing. But the the documentary kind of follows his story where he apparently ends up murdering somebody. Really? Uh, yeah, he ends up in New Jersey, Uh Again, they they present everything. Kind of, I, I don't want to give away too much because no, I'm not going to watch it. Tell me all about yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fine. <laughs> if you guys want to watch it, fast forward ahead a few minutes because I'm going to break it all down here. Um. So this kid, he's been on his own since he was like a teenager. He had major, uh, you know, issues growing up with his family, and he most likely he says he has and there's no reason to think he's lying um had been sexually assaulted as sure. like a younger teenager and so has had these issues and this guy that he met in new jersey he he says the guy was trying to sexually assault him and when he did you know the kid just freaked out and fucking bashed him and ran off the guy ended up dying, so the kid goes to jail for life. But I mean, 
Yeah, if he's telling the truth, if this guy was really trying to assault him like that, does he really deserve a life sentence for, you know, defending himself? And that's kind of, they don't give a definitive answer to it, but uh, it's possible this kid was just kind of a fucking psycho that liked to smash people in the head with fucking hatchets. He might have gotten a taste for blood. Right, that's one thing they bring up. You know, there's lots of different kind of aspects to it whether the kid was just a crazy motherfucker that wanted to hurt people or was he someone that was really hurt and you know took it out in the wrong ways it's it's an interesting story uh it's a pretty tight doc it's like a hour and 30 hour 40 you know quick watch totally fucking worth it's on netflix called the the hatchet wielding hitchhiker yeah it's pretty good man I thought you were going to tell me you watched the uh, the Oscar nominated Doc Breeds on Netflix. That's what Which one is it? All the Breeds. Oh no! I, yeah, no, I did not watch that one. What's that one about? I. It's just it's nominated for an Oscar, Mark. Yeah. Don't ask, don't ask me any more questions. <laughs> wow. Don't don't ask follow up questions. <laughs> right? Don't ask me questions. Oscar, that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? It has something to do with um, uh, birds. It's like this type of bird. It's 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 a it's a it's a, it's a nature doc. It's a nature document. Is there that that birds are fake? It's like these that brothers. Be, I think that. it's like these brothers. <laughs> these brothers that are like obsessed with this type of bird, and they they take care of them. Uh, um, I don't know. Somebody nominated uh, it, that for it, an Oscar. It, it's an Oscar nominated film. Yes, yes, Marky. Yeah. me. Especially yeah. considering birds are fake, and so is space. I mean, right? Yeah, why would you even bother watching the that? moon is projection, the earth is flat. Mm-hmm. The, the moon is space, or is the earth fake. is flat, but there's real. also hollow earth. So, right? Did we already <laughs> did we already discuss that there is a beardless Marky here? Oh, yes, oh, we, yes, you're we late did. to the party here. Yeah, yeah, Marky now looks like a uh, what was it, a, a motorcycle cop. Your yeah. daughter must be. Your daughter must be terrified. Yeah, she Dude, actually she... took it. Uh, I, I I showed Dan the video. She took it. Um, not how would you describe it? Kind of more like a mean spirit. She was like, I don't like it. Grow it back. Yeah, she walked in, stopped dead in her tracks when she saw him. I was like, Yeah, you're gonna have to grow that back. <laughs> <laughs> It was quite sassy and fucking lovely. I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be some uh, poor kid with alopecia that's going to have a sweet head of hair because of my beard. I donated I... it to Lux of Love. So, Aww. That's a lie. I, 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 I didn't. Damn it, Marky. I, why would you make me feel so good like that and then bring me down again? <laughs> I give a fuck I about Lux I got, Love. I got a kidding? couple drinks in me, and I'm starting to feel like an <laughs> asshole. I guess it happens every time. Um, no. you want to hear about a movie I watched? I absolutely do. All right, so I've been on uh, flights recently for work, and the uh, movie choice has been a little bit limited lately. And um, I picked a couple. I've, I've got I've got a uh, four movies that I watched over the past. A uh, couple weeks that we haven't talked. Jesus, not... <laughs> four movies over two weeks is not bad. Don't even play. No, you guys know me. 
Yeah. You guys, shit, some of you guys do several movies in a day. TW's not here, but. When they have to. Um, but two of these movies I watched on a flight. And oddly enough, I did not finish either of them because the, the movie was longer than <clears> the. Let's go while we young. The movie was longer than the uh, the flight itself. And I never went back and finished it. So the first one I watched was uh, 3,000 Years of Longing. It came out a little bit ago. It's got Idris Elba and uh, Tilda Swinton. It's a story about a genie. And the premise was kind of terrible. It, it, it really was. The premise, I liked, I enjoyed the premise. It ended up being like this weird kind of convoluted love story. And I enjoyed some parts of it. And the, the the scope over the timeline, like that the movie took place, it was like a very three thousand years. Yeah, uh, who know, who made that shit? I don't even know. And this is this is one of the movies that uh, the plane landed when there was like twenty minutes left, and it's available on some streaming service for free. And I just haven't, I just haven't gone back to see what. It's happens. unfortunate because Swinton and 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 Idris Elba, they're, they're fucking awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can, can I say? Idris Elba, officially my favorite actor in the world right now. <laughs> I, I love that. <laughs> Ever since that video I saw on TikTok. Yeah. No, the, the, which is the, fucking bo- hilarious. No, honestly, 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 both of them are great. Both both actors are great. Mm-hmm. And I just heard such horrible things about this. Movie. Well, for me, I never heard anything about it. And that was a sign. I was like, this can't be good. Mm. Yeah. No one's talking about it. With that kind of with that kind of talent right. at, the, at the forefront. Let me go ahead and tell you about this other movie I didn't finish because I'm not going to be long on it. Uh, it's called Devotion. It's a, a Korean war movie, and it has uh, Jonathan Majors and okay. the, uh, the pretty white guy from um, me? Uh, the new the new Top Gun Maverick movie. Um, the guy, oh, right. that, you know, you know the character I'm talking about, right? I, I don't know mm-hmm. his name. He's been popping up. Um, a Korean war movie. They play pilots, and again. Uh, the plane, my flight landed with like 20 minutes left to go. The movie is available somewhere on streaming. I haven't gone back, um, which is a shame because it, it, the movie was way too long. First of all, there was a lot of fluff in there. Um, the flying scenes in that movie were really fucking good. It was, uh, you know, a bunch of these old World War II planes that they're flying. And those scenes were great. The special effects were great. The aviation was great, but there was just too much kind of like background story filler that needed just more flying in it. So never finished it. Don't really recommend it because uh, I can't even tell you how it ends. Hmm. AJ, did you watch something good over the past couple of weeks? Yeah. So I've been watching a lot of TV, but today I did watch a couple of films saying that I had the day off. Um, the films are directly related because I watched the original film of the series and I watched the sequel to Creed. Oh boy. Okay. So I've never watched Creed before. I've I've mm-hmm. watched Rocky one through four. I did not watch Rocky Balboa, the film, which was I think 2006 or something like that. Oh, it's not bad. That was, yeah. And then uh, Anthony Tarver is in it. Uh, yeah. So 2015, they came out with Creed. Ryan Coogler did it. And then Creed mm-hmm. 2 was not Ryan Coogler. It was uh, some other asshole. Um, <laughs> but the first one, I really, really liked. Um, 
Uh, Sylvester Stallone was nominated for Best Supporting Actor um, Oscar for that one. That was a good movie. So uh, Michael B. Jordan and Tessa Thompson and Sylvester Stallone. And that that's a really good one. I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed that one. Um, mm-hmm. it, was, it was it was like fairly paint by numbers, like sort of like, um, you know what I mean, sort of story. But I think the actors did a really nice job, and the boxing scenes were really really good in that they film. Were, yes, they were uh, that excellent. is one thing I like about the Creed movies is. The boxing seems way more real than the Rocky movies. They're more like, real, like Rocky. Yeah, yeah it, it does, that's not a real boxing match, but Creed does feel like actual boxing matches. Right, and, right. Yeah, they and, did a and, great and job the, of that. And the train, right? Uh, yes, they do. And the training montages are awesome. Like I thought, those are fun with the when he's hitting the pads and stuff, like the hand pads or whatever, like with the, his trainer and stuff. Like I thought that was good. And mm-hmm. uh, I just thought the story overall for Creed One was really cool and well done. And Michael B. Jordan was great. I thought Tessa Thompson was awesome. Mm-hmm. I thought she was great. And I know. uh Stallone was nominated for an Oscar yeah, Fest. He did, he did a really nice job. Like great. I thought the 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 three like main characters in the film were like really good in this. Mm-hmm. And then I followed, I kept watching. It was uh, by the way, if anybody wants to catch up on Creed before Creed 3 comes out um, yes. next Speaking month. Speaking of Jonathan Majors, yeah. right. Yeah. Come comes out next month. You can go on to um if you have cable, a lot of people don't, but I have YouTube TV. And if you have TBS as part of your like cable package, you can watch it on demand on TBS. Ooh, nice. Yeah. So I watched the first two on TBS with, you know, limited commercial breaks mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Um, and each commercial breaks is like two and a half minutes. Though. So you got up, like, you know, did some right. shit, did some shit around the house, got back and ready to go, whatever. Um, but then I watched the second one, and the second one was okay. I mm-hmm. thought the second one was it. It obviously leaned into the lore, to the lore of the old Rocky because they bring back I Ivan said, Drago and his yeah. son, and they do this whole thing. And I and, and yes, the boxing was still on point, but the story didn't quite land as as well for me. Mm-hmm. It was good. I still want to watch the third one. It was still decent. I want to watch the third one. It just wasn't as good as the first one. It wasn't as like, it didn't hit as hard as the first one. The first one was really good. Yeah. The second one was okay. It wasn't great, but it wasn't, you know, it was not awful. It was, I mean, it's still, you still have the same three main characters with, with Michael B. Jordan and Tessa Thompson and Sylvester Stallone. And it's still you know what I mean? You still got that that same thing, but it, it lacks a little bit. It lacks a little something, you know. Yeah, I will say the third one will be uh, Michael B. Jordan's directorial debut. Oh, that's right. right. He's doing so that. Right. Yeah. So Ryan Coogler did the first one, mm-hmm. and it was great. And then uh, somebody else does the second one. I, I had it up on IMDb. Um, today i do, i don't know the name of the of the person um sorry i'm bringing it up now it's nobody i've heard of stephen capel jr yeah i don't yeah. know him 
Stephen Cable Jr. I don't know if he was like a writer or something else on the first one or anything like that. But um, but Kugler, we know he's he's a solid director, and he's what else has with, what else has Kugler done? He's worked with Mike, Black Michael Panther, B. George. He's worked with yeah. Station. Yeah. Right. Oh, wow. He's he's worked with Michael B. Jordan in the past. Um, so yeah, yeah, Kugler's good. Uh, pretty young guy, born in 1986. But yeah, yeah. Like, a Black so Panther, good. Creed, Fruitvale Station. Um, geez, Judas and the Black Messiah he was a producer for. He, some work. I think he was an executive producer for Creed too. So I mean, like he was involved, but he didn't do, didn't do the directing for that. So he's sort of an up and comer, Kugler. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's pretty well known he's worked with jordan in the past but so the first one i liked a lot a lot i did too i, I very much Huge enjoyed fan. that one have you seen the second one marky I, I saw um not in its entirety i saw pieces of it and yeah. uh i could tell just from the pieces that i saw i was like oh this is not the first one like right. it it was pretty clear just from the the bits that i saw and i, I didn't have it really a desire to go watch it in its entirety yeah, I was sort of like, oddly enough, like even though I just watched the first one, I was kind of fading in and out of this one, you know, and I was like folding laundry and I was doing whatever. Like it, it didn't, it wasn't holding me and the characters weren't, I don't know, it didn't move from the first one to the second one in yeah. a way that kept me, you know, but yeah, uh, Kugler did a great job with the first one. The first one is dynamite. And, um, I, I am excited to see the third one because Jonathan Majors has been really hot right now. I mean, I just mentioned yeah. that movie Devotion. Um, movie wasn't great. Jonathan Majors was awesome. Um, Jonathan Majors is uh, coming out in Ant-Man in the uh, Quantum Mania, whatever it's called. Yes, that just dropped this this weekend. Oh, that's right. Right, yeah, right. I'm definitely, yeah, no, I'm go, I'm gonna Majors go is hot. What is he in that Western um, that I liked on Netflix? He was oh, the harder they fall. Yeah, that was a good. He's. Really I think that was the that. first thing that I saw him in uh, that I kind of like registered his name and face, and I was like, "Who is this guy?" Very. I I am also interested in the third one. Just the um the story itself seems cool, and the trailer looks really cool. If you've seen the trailer, yes, for, yeah, Creed three, he is fucking huge in that Jonathan Majors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, and and seeing what Jordan can do in a, in a directorial um, yeah, that'll be neat debut. Yeah, so I'm very interested. Comes out in March, so right around the corner for that one. So mm -hmm. like a month away. So that's really cool. Yeah, um, very very great, interested. Great shit coming out soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. So I watched those two today, and you know I will be looking forward to the third one for sure. Like even though the second one was a little bit like I call it a letdown, but the third one I'm still interested in. I want to see how the story plays out. I agree. How many um, how many Rocky movies were there? So four, and then Rocky Balboa. Five total. Five. So five, and then if you count kind of the Creed continuance, eight. there'll be it's three gonna, and be eight. No, there's eight. six because there's the. Rocky Four was with Drago. Oh, Rocky Five. That's right. Rocky with Tommy five Morrison. With Tommy Morrison. So there'll be and nine total. Rocky Mark. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so nine total eventually once this All right. comes out. Mm -hmm. yeah. Earlier, uh, AJ, before you came on, um, DP went on this Fast and the Furious rant. And mm -hmm. uh, mm. 
you know, Fast and the Furious 10 is about to come out. And I just kind of had that thought of like, you know, these movies that have these long running series. Of course, Rocky kind of has with the Creed, there's a bit of a, uh, there's a, a divergence there, right? Which yeah, is for the yeah, better shift, a tonal shift too. Like the, yes. they, it doesn't feel like the Rocky movies. Yeah, no, but it's for the better. It's kind mm-hmm. of in the same vein, and maybe you can't even really count it because it is almost. But it's still, you know, Rocky's in it. Apollo sure. Creed's sons. They're in it, it so but it like, is... like, like Dan and I yeah. were talking about, though, it's like the the actual boxing scenes are better, much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, much more like. Better choreographed, like and better, yeah, 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 yeah. They're better. They're more realist, realistic looking. I guess the Rocky stuff was way over the top, you know, uh, with the with the effect of the punches and stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah. Just ridiculousness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's what I saw. I watched that today. Actually, I've been taking a little bit of time off movies just to. You know, because, you know, we haven't had an episode in a little while, and I just, I don't know, I just took a little bit of a break. Right. Watch, well, it, watch, watching a little bit of TV here and there, you know. Right. I've been watching more TV. I've been playing some games. Um, if it wasn't yep. for that I, flight Hogwarts, I got on. Hogwarts Legacy, baby. Is that what you're on right now? Yeah. Is it pretty good? It's amazing. Yeah, it looks really pretty. So I've been more TV getting on Hogwarts Legacy, so gaming. And so I've just kind of taken a little a little movie break. So Yeah. It's and there also has it's, it's, it's nice it's it's nice to kind of like just freeform and chit chat about stuff. Yes. So, yeah. But there hasn't yeah. been you know at the end of last year we were doing for the past like month or so we were doing uh a new movie review every week, right? Because yeah, there's a lot I, of stuff coming out and we that just going, hasn't yeah, happened yet this year. No, it hasn't. Yeah. Yeah. This weekend with Ant-Man and the Wasp was kind of the first big movie worth talking about. So I was, I was hoping yeah. that we would, and I haven't watched it yet, but I'm hoping we can talk about that Netflix film with Eddie Murphy and Jonah Hill that you people. Right. I still haven't seen that. That's on my list. Yeah. It's, it's a little divisive from what I understand. So yeah, it'd be really? nice for us to like, I'm uh, a big fan it. of Kenya Barris though. You know, the, the guy that uh, directed it, I don't know if he wrote yeah. it too, but he's, he's a funny dude and he's done some good stuff. Um, from what I understand, he, he created a, a blackish. A show. Yes, he did. Uh huh. Yeah. He, he created blackish. That was, that was his, like, uh, he had, um, he, he, I think that was, I might be wrong, but I think that was his first project that he had like total control over. Like he wrote and directed it. Okay. Um, and he's, but he's been like a writer for years. And then there was a show, I forget the name of it. It was fucking hilarious where he starred in it, starred in it as like the main dude. Mm-hmm. And it was like a kind of like a autobiography show almost on himself. It was like Kenya playing Kenya and it was like him like wandering around Hollywood, like, you know, he blackish was out Ooh. and everything like he was hot at the moment. And, you know, he's kind of like going to these different things. That show was fucking hilarious, but can't for the life of me remember what it was called. Hmm. All right. I will try and find it for you. But um, 
I guess I haven't been watching many movies recently either, but I did watch one. I can't, this is, uh, I can't get too deep into this one. It's not worth it. Uh, but if you ever feel like watching one of those, like, you know, kind of rom comish movies that intentionally try and make you cry, uh-huh. uh, this is one on, on Peacock called Spoiler Alert. Uh, it's a true story ish uh jim parsons stars in it and uh it's that's a, a big story. is that the big bang theory guy yes yeah and it's a story of this writer who gets into a relationship with a guy who you know ends up getting terminal cancer and so it's just kind of the story of their relationship as his boyfriend is fucking dying and it's you know it's definitely there to fucking pull on your heartstrings and try and make it cry. And I mean, they do a decent job of it. You know, it's a, Jim Parsons, I think, is pretty fucking good. He, it, it is weird and almost hard to see him as anything but the dude from fucking Big Bang Theory. Say Sheldon, right? Yeah. It, it's hard to see him as anything but that. But it, it's still, it, it's a decent movie. The, Nicole and I watched it together. It was, you know, we finished it. <laughs> we didn't shut it off halfway through, so there's that, you know. That's something. Yeah. So, but yeah, it, it's it, it's worth the watch, you know. So, but I was saying to Marky before we, or in a part that's probably going to be edited. <laughs> I've been watching <laughs> a lot of TV, um, mm. so I noticed some the movie console, but we're freeforming tonight, right? So big time. I I'm a couple episodes away from the end of the first season, but on Apple TV Plus, the show's been out. It just dropped a third season fairly recently. I think it's called For All Mankind. Um it was it's uh created by Ronald Moore who is is the guy who did Battlestar the Battlestar Galactica reboot. Oh, okay. Uh, back in the day. And he also did he does Outlander. Oh uh, yeah, I like that show. Outlander. So uh For All Mankind is a I guess you call it speculative fiction sci-fi type show about the space race from the late 60s into the 70s. Okay, yes, but, I have seen the trailers but, for this. Okay. Right, Joel Kinnaman stars in it, mm-hmm. and he's fucking awesome, and I love him. I like him. And, and it's it's the space race, but alternate history. So Russia gets there first. Oh, cool. And the space race just keeps going. Like, it just keeps going, and it's like this major important thing, and it's about the, the, the lives of the astronauts and their families... And, you know, the people that work at NASA and the government and all that. And, uh, yeah, it's awesome. It's freaking does, awesome. Does Joel Kinnaman play an American or a Russian? He plays an American. Okay. And he's an astronaut. And he is, like, he has this. So the major, like, this isn't a spoiler. I guess it sort of is, but it, is, it doesn't spoil the show for you. He's. Um, so when Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin and these guys are being sent up in one of the Apollos to go to the moon, he is on a mission prior to that, and he gets, he flies into, like, the orbit of the moon, and he's there, like, his mission is just to, like, scout the situation, 
for the next crew that's good. You know what I mean? But yeah. he's he's in a position where he could have landed on the moon. So he's like this guy that's living with like a bunch of regret. Like I could have done it. Like I could yeah. have been on the moon, right? But they're like, you know, that's not your mission. Come home. Like whatever oh, you did, you did what you had to do. You you and your butt. Like let's go. And him and his like co-pilot. Um, they have like seriously major like arcs in the show, um, and um, you know Buzz and you know and and neil and stuff they you know they they do their thing but like you know they're 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 late to it like the russians do it first and then the russians do other things before them and like they're like fuck they have to keep like going they have because to keep chasing the russians like this, right that's that, the story th- that is an interesting thing to think about like had the russians gotten to the moon first clearly the u.s would have just given up Right, no. they'd be like, "All right, now we need to do this first, then, or we need to get to Mars first, or whatever it was." Like, right? There's no right. way they could They're just give up the if ante. the Russians right. beat them, right? <laughs> right. That is right. a fucking so cool story to look into. I fucking it is, love that. and that's yeah. what the show, and that's what the show explores, and it's terrific, guys. You guys, it's amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Also, assuming that the uh, Soviet Russia doesn't collapse, that it's mm. able to stay afloat during all this, right? Right. 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 Um, I will say that the show just leans more into like what the Americans are doing and you just hear about what the Russians are doing. There's no like Russian characters really so far. Right. Interesting. Um, and you said but, you're into what season? You're into the second? There's a third that just no, dropped? I, there's a third that dropped, but I'm I'm finishing up season. I'm about to finish up season one. Okay. So maybe there's, yeah, I would expect maybe there's. And I think there's 10 episodes in season one. Oh, wow. So, and two, yeah. So, you know, a lot of like that streaming stuff is like eight episode yeah a lot of times like, these days yeah, right mm-hmm. yeah but it's 10 and um the first one i and i hear that the second and third are even better than way better than the first so they mm. find like they find their footing even more you know with the second and third right. so and like i said i'm a big fan of ronald moore battlestar galactica is possibly my favorite show of all time mm-hmm and um, that was like that's science fiction where they're out way out in space and I think to myself like when I'm watching For All Mankind I think to myself Ronald Moore created this probably as like like a how like a precursor to Battlestar Galactica in a weird way because this is like the space race and then like how far can you take the space race like how far are you going to go Battlestar Galactica is they're already like way the right. fuck out. Like, you know what I mean? yeah. And he's pulling it back to like Earth and like where it started almost in a way. And I think that's super cool. Super cool. Uh, Joel Kinman's fucking awesome in it. Yeah. And, is uh, it is it possible mm-hmm. that For All Mankind is actually like a, a prequel to Battlestar Galactica? I'm like more and more. I start to think that as I'm watching the right? show, mm-hmm. and I think of Battlestar Galactica, and I think of like where that show starts. Yeah, where it begins with Battlestar Galactica. Did you, Dan? Have you watched? I, I didn't Galactica? watch the the new. I I watched the original one a bit. So right, I, like right. I know the story of the Cylons and everything. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But I never so, watched the new one. So if you think about it, if you think about the concept of it. And then for and the concept of for all mankind, you think like right, 
Is Ronald Moore it like works. taking this back? Yeah, it kind of works in a way. Yeah. Marky, are you a Battlestar Galactica guy? That's a show that's I've I've never seen, but I I know it's up my alley, and I always forget it about totally it. Totally is. It totally is. And when I hear yeah. about it, I'm like, fuck, that's the thing that I forget. I need to write it down somewhere to remind yeah, should, myself. Do you know where? Uh, should I harass? Should I harass you about that? <laughs> Maybe once a day. Send me a text or a letter. I I have the Blu-ray of the entire series. If oh, you'd like me to mail it to you, <laughs> I'm obsessed with that. It may be my favorite show of all time. But seriously though, do you know where it's available on streaming right now? I'm looking. I could Google myself, but I find myself just asking Pe- people things. Peacock, 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 oh, nice. baby. Yeah, Pe- right. everybody's peacock. Anybody peacock? Anybody that wants to watch Battlestar Galactica, go to peacock. If you have a subscription, yeah. you can watch seasons one through four. It only went four seasons, which, by the way, thank you just for making four seasons. Start, don't drag it out. Do they wrap it up? Do they wrap it up in the four? They, don't be the Sopranos. Like, you know, this... Ah, see, I, I think the Sopranos ended well. No, it was fine. I don't think the they Sopranos went too is fine. Long. I think they maybe got that's it a bad, maybe that's right. Well, yeah. maybe that's a bad example then. But do they do they wrap it up, AJ? On yeah, four don't seasons? be lost. They do, they do, they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There are some one, there are some one offs like that they do um, before the show to kind of like bring you into the world. Um, but just yeah, should I watch those before of, season episode one? No, I don't think it's necessary. Just go into Peacock and just start watching it from the beginning, and I think you'll be good. Okay. All right. But, but but for all mankind, guys, and by the way, if I can be so bold, mm. Apple TV Plus, damn. Yeah. Damn. You know, I've I'm, got it. I, ever there's since, nothing I've really never watched on there. Yeah. Season two ten, of Ted ten, Lasso ended, and I haven't watched That's coming out soon. That's yeah, coming out soon. Season three soon. So we'll yeah. be back watching so Apple. So Ted, Ted Lasso, Mythic Quest is really good. Right, that's a Rob McElhinney show. Severance, yes. Severance. I haven't with, seen uh, any of that. Adam Scott and uh and for all mankind. There's uh, the Jason Momoa show C. That's a big one they're it, pushing, right? I see yes. a lot of marketing for that. Which I have not watched yet, but looks very fucking interesting. And uh, uh, Batista, I think, is in one of the seasons. I, th- I thought maybe I saw. I him think in that's right. I think that's right. Um, I have the morning show, which won a bunch of awards. Oh yes, uh, with Jennifer Steve Aniston, Carell and Jennifer yeah. Aniston. Yeah. Yeah. So damn, Apple, I have not guys, taken advantage. Sleep. I'm paying for that shit. I've never don't watched. Sleep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jump on Apple TV Plus. Watch it Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso's awesome, man. It's, it's awesome. one of those shows that everyone talks about. And so, like, I was like, I don't know about this, but we watched it. You will fucking smile every single episode you watch. It, it See, is, it's just, it's perfect. It's fucking sweet and heartwarming and funny. And it, it's, it's excellent. Excellent. My, show. my problem with, uh, I haven't watched Ted Lasso. My issue with that was that you're right everyone was talking about it and then my brother mm-hmm. recommended it and i was like man eh, i'm not gonna watch it yeah. <laughs> his, his taste and things is like extremely mainstream mm-hmm. so you know no, this I mean? is a mainstream show for sure, sure. because it, it capitalizes on like the popularity of you know football in europe okay you know, it does. It certainly so, does. That sounds fun. It's a good. It's a fun concept, but I haven't. But again, given it a like, chance. 
I didn't watch The Office because everyone was so in love with it and talked sure. about it. I know what you mean. And then years later, I finally went back and watched it and like, what the fuck? Why didn't I watch this? Right. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking right. amazing. So, right. Right. It's, yeah. It's, Ted it's, Lasso it's a, is one of those shows. It is. It is. Yeah. I'm a huge fan. And I saw like a little update that it was coming out, Dan. I was like, like you were saying, I don't know. I remember what the drop date was, but I was like, this I should have put it on my fucking calendar on my phone, you know, because yeah. like, I know I want to be there day one to watch it. It's it. That's how much I enjoy that show. Wow. Yeah. And Marky, you would know how uh, insanely sexy Brett Goldstein is because you watched that episode of Harley Quinn <laughs> when Bane grew giant and yes. was started oh, humping right. all the buildings. Yeah, that was, was like, the dude from Ted Lasso. That I was, was like, Brett Goldstein. What what, <laughs> yeah. what guy? Which which guy from Ted Lasso? Uh, he's the uh, what the the main guy. The the god damn it, what's his name? The the player. He's, uh, he's, the a, he's a football Statesman. player in there. Yeah. Oh my god, what the fuck's his name? Yeah, I don't know. He, he's nuts. like he he uses the word cunt a lot. Oh yes, he does. Yeah, <laughs> which. Can I- that's why I enjoy it so much. Can I tell you the first time I heard about awesome. Goldstein was uh, Roy Kent. Roy Kent, yeah, he's yeah. my boy. The first time I heard about Brett Goldstein was when they announced him as playing Hercules in the next Thor movie, and there was like this, oh, there okay. was this big hubbub about it, and I was like, uh, "Someone gonna tell me who the fuck." Brett Goldstein is? <laughs> I've never even heard of this guy. Yeah. And then the next thing I see him in is the Harley Quinn Poison Ivy Valentine's Day special animated thing on HBO. That's like, a right. show I need to watch. It's it really fucking good. hilarious. I'm like, apparently, this, this is a guy that I'm supposed to know about. It's like, yeah. he's, he's, he's going around, so. And, yeah, maybe he's really big in the UK or something. I don't what was mm-hmm. What's his deal? Well, I mean, again, because Ted Lasso is so popular i mean that's basically it is that it pretty much all he's done is ted lasso wow yeah and he's kind of become a heartthrob and uh like he's had a couple things where he won i think it was the uh emmy award for best actor and when he gave his speech he was dropping f-bombs i think he called someone a cunt during his speech and they kept having to drop out on him and which of course made everyone love him even more so yeah but yeah he's yeah he's fucking great roy kent's a great character and he's he does a great job as him that's funny roy kent's stuff yeah oh you know i've got i to be honest with you i uh would start with battlestar galactica before getting into ted lasso um Mm. I do feel bad though. I hope Apple, so. Apple, Marky, I love Apple, it. Yeah, and it's it's for years I've been meaning to get into Battlestar because I know it's something I'd like. Mm-hmm. Um, you would. I'm. Uh, you were talking about video games earlier. I'm playing the Dead Space remake right now. Oh Sci- yeah, sci-fi horror game. God, it's so fucking good. And on it's the the remake is uh, uh, exclusive for the current consoles: PS5, Xbox. Right whatever i played the original dead space i did too a bunch of times and i loved it it looks gorgeous in this remake this remaster it's so fucking good i'm loving it to death but wait is it is it a remaster or is it a i think it's a remake right it's a remake you're correct technically yes. right yes okay. yes yeah. because there is a there is uh they do draw the line there when they talk about these because a remaster would be like the witcher 3 
where they did a, a remaster yeah. that all they did was really polish the game. Uh, Dead Space is a remake because from the ground up, they they started it from scratch. Like Final and, Fantasy VII. And just used the original as a template to right. yeah make the new game. Right. In any case. I, I, I'm excited about that. Um, yeah. But yeah. But science fiction is your jam. Oh, yeah. You know me, man. I love that shit. Um, speaking of science fiction, I got another movie I watched uh, mm. actually just last night. Didn't like it, but I'll tell you all about it. I won't all spend right. too much Bring time it. on it. Um, it's called Crimes of the Future. It's starring uh, Viggo Mortensen. Right. Uh, Cronenberg. Michael Cronenberg. I thought I was going to be onto something there. You know, Michael Cronenberg did The Fly. Um, you guys might know more than me. He's done some, I, I looked at his history of violence. Yes. Um, Eastern, Eastern Promises. Promises. Yeah. So he likes one himself. of my, one of my favorites. Eastern, Eastern Promises is excellent. History of violence is pretty good. Oh, yeah. That's the a fly film classic. Um, he loves himself some Viggo Mortensen. He does. Yeah, Have you right? seen some, did you see Existence? I don't that's know what that Cron- is. No. That's another Cronenberg film. Uh, Jude, Jude Law and uh, Jennifer Jason Lee, I think. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead, Mark. Crimes yeah, of I haven't the heard of that one. Crimes of the Future, it's pretty new. I think it was a 2022 movie. Um, I found it on Peacock, maybe. It's uh, If you Google it, it, you'll find where it's there. I don't, I'm not going to recommend it, though. Um, the, the female counterpart in this movie was the 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 french actress uh i can't even begin to pronounce her name leah leo sadu um she was the fling in the recent the recent bond movies Mm -hmm. um so this this is a futuristic dystopian movie and it is incredibly bizarre and it almost like just tr- leans into that and tries to make its base off of just being weird. And there's some parts of it that work. Like the technology in this movie has a very uh, uh, organic HR Geiger feel to it. Is that mm-hmm. his name? You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. The guy, the designer from Alien? Yes it's like almost like organic gooey, like technology, like living technology. Um, so that was pretty neat, but the overall story, like a, a, a bird's eye view of the story, the plot, it was fucking bad. <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, it was just silly. You get to see Leah Sadu's boobs, uh, which, you know, I like those, those are great, but, mm. and there's some other boobies in the movie. I like them too. I was just thinking about Waterboy and she showed me her boobies and I like them too. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's I was disappointed, man, because I was really thinking Cronenberg. It's written and directed by Cronenberg. And I was like, I, you know, found something cool. No one's talking about it. It's going to be a sleeper. But no, no one's talking about it because it sucks. So I've I've heard like mixed about that. I have but too, yeah. Marky, did you, do you know, like David Cronenberg's son, Brandon, has done a couple films, and I thought I recommended. I think I just said Michael Cronenberg. Cronenberg, yes, David so Cronenberg. I, sorry, I thought I recommended one to you, but I'm not sure if I did. 
So it came out in 2020. It's called Possessor. You might have, and, but I don't think I've watched it. And it's it's on Hulu. Hulu. Uh-huh. Dan. Dan uh, Hulu. Hulu. Yes. Hulu. And it's starring current controversial Oscar nominee Andrea Riseborough. Mm. Who's that? She's controversially nominated for two Leslie this year. So. Yeah. So <laughs> Possessor. So I loved Possessor. I'm a fucking huge fan. Uh-huh. It's 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 so Brandon is cut from the same cloth uh-huh. in a way as like I haven't seen Crimes of the Future, but like I imagine cut from that same cloth in some way, shape, or form. But Possessor is fucking awesome. Yeah. Okay. And he has done a recent film called, and I and I was gonna watch a review, but they were like, Well, we're gonna get into spoilers, so turn away now. And I did, but it's called Infinity Pool. It came out this oh, year. Oh, I've I've been hearing some buzz about that. Yeah. It came out this year. Is that Brandon Cronenberg? That's Brandon Cronenberg. Okay. Okay. Um, so um here's the, the concept. James and M. Foster are enjoying an all-inclusive beach vacation in the fictional island of Latulka when a fatal accident exposes the resort's perverse subculture of hedonistic tourism reckless violence and surreal horrors so that's very cronenberg right yes mm. can i stop you right there though the thing i heard was uh somebody posted their review on reddit and the first thing they said was uh if you've got any intention to watch this movie do not watch the trailer beforehand just go into a blind right 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 so i just wanted to bring that up because i know cronenberg's son has like you know, learned a lot from his father, <laughs> I uh, guess. Yeah. So, um, if I were you, Marky, if you're if if you're interested, Possessor okay. is excellent. Yeah, you know, excellent. Let, let me back up a little bit too. I, I said that the bird's eye view plot for Crimes of the Future was bad. That's not necessarily true. The overall arcing plot wasn't bad. It was the execution and the way that they navigated through it. And okay. the time that they spent on s- stuff that, you know, it, it could have been more interesting, in my opinion, if it focused on other areas, spent more times, the script, you know, was a little bit better. But instead, he focused on some really weird stuff and spent too much time being kind of uh, uh, what's the, uh, uncomfortable, like just being that gross, weird H.R. Geiger stuff rubbing it in your face it it i i wanted to like it more than i did because that mm-hmm. female lead and vigo mortensen they did very well and there's some other auxiliary characters that were neat but in the end god cronenberg loves himself some vigo mortensen doesn't he yes and eastern promises was badass i love that movie yep from the get-go from the opening scene that movie just mm-hmm. just doesn't pull any punches mm-hmm God, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. And he loves himself, so Vigo. Vigo's a great actor, man. He, he really is. is. He's solid. He's he's very solid. Um, he doesn't get recognized enough, I don't think. I mean, the dude carried the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy. Like he did. You know, I mean, the guy's done some heavy lifting. 
his career. Yeah. So I, I tell you, I, so I watched a, a video the other day of like uh, 10 movies that deserve to be treated as like cult classics, but haven't yet. Oh, that's and, a, that's a great. How'd you find that shit? Yeah, it's the Watch Mojo. Uh, not not Watch Mojo. Uh, what culture? Okay, good shit. And yeah, one they of do. them is uh, the that's road. Like, all right. When you go back right. and watch the road, I've never watched the road. Awesome. Oh, Vigo's. I great think now. I didn't watch it because the book is maybe my favorite book. Of yeah, the movie's excellent. It, the book is definitely in my top three all-time fucking favorite books. But the movie does it does it as much justice as a movie could do that book. And Vigo is awesome in that movie. And the kid, uh, what's that, Cody Smith McPhee? Very oh, yeah. fucking good, too, yeah. Why do I know yeah, him? And that's one that, yeah. Yeah, I'll send you the video because I actually think it's something we could talk about because that's there's a, a bunch of movies I like, that. like we've yeah, discussed that. that we save fucking that. love and I think we should actually try and make an effort to get these movies to cult classic level. That's you know? fun. I like start that. pushing them because there's some. Oh, good ones I love on that. I love you know, that. Yeah. yeah, save the rest of that list. With, yeah, name we'll anymore do. with uh, DP on that topic, I and mean, we could talk more off air. But that would uh, give us some stuff to kind of watch when we're waiting for more things to uh, mm. review in the in the in the you know current timeline of things that are coming out in cinema. Yeah, I'd love to sure. watch The Road again. It's been years since I've seen it. Mm. I've never seen it. You should. It's good. I think I like didn't the, want to spoil. Is... I didn't want to spoil my reading experience because, like, I I put that book on like such a pedestal. Yeah, it, it deserves to be too. But I think, especially now that it's been a few years since you've read the book, I think you'll really enjoy the movie because yeah. that movie did come out like. What a year and a half after the book was released, oh, shit. like very they soon after, very soon after, turned that book almost like way, almost way too soon. Yeah, but, like they right away they give that was, they give that book time to breathe. Yeah, it was pretty accurate, right? As far as an adaptation, yeah, pretty close. I mean, obviously, it has to leave stuff out because the book, you know, it would take five six hours to show everything sure. in the book, but uh, but yeah, otherwise, pretty pretty much. Keeps to the 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 feel of the book and the uh, you know overall story of the book. It's pretty right on. It's pretty good. Yeah, um, I can't I can't sing the praises of that book enough. Or you know, Cormac McCarthy. He's not someone that everybody would enjoy reading. The author himself, but very dark. Yeah, mm. but for me. Yeah, the road is a, is a singular film. I mean, it won the Pulitzer for crying out loud. Yeah, I think I've got it I on mean, a shelf right over there. Read it uh-huh. if you haven't. I've read it. It's been years, but I need to get back yeah. into it. The way you're talking about it, like, damn, I need to pick the book back up. Especially I now do, as a father, I do too, you know, read it differently. Yeah. Oh shit, that's what, scary. Yeah, when I read it after you know having my son and stuff, like it just it makes you really feel everything. You know, as a father, you know, yeah, yeah. I read, I read that when it, uh, shortly after it came out, and I was just, you know, probably half drunk when I was reading it, not really <laughs> paying attention to most of it. Yeah, dive back into that, Marky. I yeah, mean, no, I'm, I I'm scared. <laughs> you scared, should Marky. be. Yeah. All right, so, so Marky. Yes. 
Well, I, I have a feeling you got another movie you wanted to talk about. Am I correct? Yes, I do. Yes, I Bring saved it. it for last because this is something that I've actually been wanting to discuss. I texted it to you guys during our hiatus with lukewarm reception or at least feedback, but I know you guys have seen it. This you is still the... insist on talking about it. Yeah, fuck yeah. It's just, I need someone to talk to about it. This is the whole point of the council, you dick. I need somebody to bounce these ideas off with. Um <laughs> I, for the first time, watched the movie Prisoners with Jake oh. Gyllenhaal yes. and Hugh Jackman. That was the first time for me. I watched it, uh, I don't know, when, when did I text you guys? Last week or something? Mm-hmm. Um, so this is uh, a Denis Villeneuve movie. Wow, you fucking nailed it, Mark. It's exactly right? how it's pronounced. Yeah, wow. I've been practicing. Come on, he's one of your favorite directors, anyway. He is. Um, so this is one oh, of those. I'm so glad you finally watched it. I know, me too, man. And, and this is I, when I did. I'm like, I'm I'm gonna go back. I've seen Enemy before, but I'm gonna go back and watch Enemy again now too. I love Enemy. Can, yeah. Mm. So, but this is I have seen Enemy, but it was a long time ago. So I'm gonna see that again. This is the first time I have seen Prisoners and. Holy shit. What a powerful movie. And kind of like what you were saying uh, earlier, DP, about uh, uh, The Road. And I don't know if we were recording at that point, but uh, oh, yeah. uh, reading it as a, a father now, it'll mm-hmm. hit you different. Prisoners deals with the abduction of a little girl. And God damn, if that didn't wreck me for three quarters of the right. movie. You know? I start thinking like the lengths you would go to. Yeah, and like you said, like they're breaking the law, but you're like, yeah, no, I fucking get it. I'll do the same. God, do the thing. same thing. Yeah. So, and then the Hugh Jackman, the the roller coaster ride that uh, Denise takes you on with mm-hmm. in the very beginning, you as a viewer are certain that um, uh, shit. I just blanked on his name. Uh, the Riddler. What's his name? Um, Paul Dano. Paul Dano. Yeah. Um, you are certain that he is guilty. He's the one that's abducted these children with, without a shadow of a doubt. So whenever Hugh Jackman starts going to these extreme measures uh, and, and act like this um, frontier justice, so to speak, street justice, where he's messing with them, abducts them, uh, rigs up his own like torture cell. Right, locks him in the basement. <laughs> yeah, you as a viewer, you are you are okay with that. Mm-hmm. But then, halfway through the movie, there's these things, this information that starts gets sprinkled in that makes you second guess. And, mm-hmm. and the, the characters that are side by side, uh, Terrence Howard, and um, damn, I just blanked on her name too. She's a huge star. There's such big people in this movie. Viola Davis. Yeah. Um, they start kind of uh giving him seeds of doubt like are you sure he did it you know and the the law jake jonah the law he's like trying to play everything by the book so as hugh jackman's torturing this guy you start to feel a little bit bad because the guy is mentally handicapped and you're like he maybe didn't do it Mm -hmm. but then it comes back around again and you're just like nope and viola davis like hits it home she's like if there's any shred of a possibility that he's involved like we're gonna fucking beat it out of him and it 
is such an emotional ride. Yeah, it's fucking powerful. Yes. Jake Gyllenhaal. um, We've talked about Nightcrawler before and his performance. Uh, I know AJ loves that movie to death, but there was some scenes in this movie with Gyllenhaal that really stood out to me that I thought were so great. One in particular was when uh, he confronts the guy. Let me, I've got the IMDb page pulled up. See if I can get his name real quick. Um, it's the guy that ends up being the fraud. His, his the, the actor's name is David Das Malchian. Mm-hmm. He, he ends up being the fake child abductor right and the story you later learn that he's just been stealing kids clothes and putting like pig's blood on it because he's uh i forget the term they use in the movie but but he's role-playing um there's a point in the movie where jake gyllenhaal finds this guy's address he goes to him and he he knocks on the door and the guy answers and jake gyllenhaal's got this big ass grin on his face because he knows him. He's seen him before. He's the guy that ran away from that vigil. Mm-hmm. And that grin slowly turns down. And he's like, why'd you run from me, man? He's like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never met you before. And he tries to close the door and he just smashes his face against the wall. It's, there were so many scenes from Hall that really stood out. He was yeah, like a real hard-nosed cop that was throwing people around, beating people up. But Hugh Jackman was like, just as brutal or more brutal than he was mm-hmm. and god damn i love this movie up and down That's all great. over the ending was fantastic it gave you like a little bit of a cliffhanger but not really because i think i know how it's gonna you know he's gonna be found and everything it was really good so i've been meaning to get some feedback bounce off like one of hear you guys it might have been a while since you guys have seen it but I'm yeah, it, it, it's been it. a bit, but goddamn, yeah, like I said, it's it's a powerful movie. Because, like I said, like it, 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 you said it perfectly. It's a fucking roller coaster. Like at one point, you're like, oh yeah, he definitely did it, beat the fucking shit out of him, mm-hmm. and, and then you're like, well, well maybe not. Hold on, and, <laughs> <Slow yeah. down. laughs> and you feel bad for him, but like Paul Dano is so good at being a creep. Yeah, that it's like easy to fucking believe he is a creep and like he's really fucking good at that man. Paul yeah. Dano is fucking excellent as a creep. <laughs> all the all these roles were perfectly casted. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hall, Hugh Jackman, Paul Dano, Viola Davis, Terrence Howard. Um, damn, I just closed the IMDb page for uh, Melissa Leo is in this too. Mm. Is that Jackman's wife? Uh, maybe but one, she, uh, she was uh i think she was uh, in the fighter yes academy award nominated oh she Melissa, yes she was the uh in the end uh well i've already spoiled quite a bit but this is major big time spoiler she ends up being like the uh main bad guy in the movie right melissa leo she's the one that ends yeah, up she's paul mining. correct yeah or aunt rather she's or aunt that's, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Maria Bello is the one that plays Jackman's wife. That's like drugged up for like three quarters of the movie. That's mm-hmm. just like. By, by the way, guys, Netflix. If you want to see this, yes, it's on Netflix. The movie came out in 2013, I think. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, 2013. It's a two and a half hour long movie, but God 
damn, does that two and a half hours it's just interesting. keep you glued to your seat? It's interesting, too. Like, Denis Villeneuve does uh, directs this film, and we know him for uh, sci-fi, you know, Dune, uh, Arrival, etc., mm-hmm. right? But Prisoners, Blade Runner. Yeah. Blade Runner, right? But mm-hmm. Prisoners is not that. Not even mm-hmm. close. It's psychological thriller, you know, um, sort As of film. The thrilliest, yeah, right. And he does such a such a great job. Definitely, like with these directors, with these actors moving like the the chess the chess pieces around, and like mm-hmm. does such a nice job here. Like I, I think he's so talented. You know, I mean. We love the sci-fi he's done, Mark. Like we're huge fans. Absolutely. But, but this, this is special. This film, like this is just, this is something else. And he does Sicario. Is is the yes. one that did Sicario? Like the yep. first one. Yeah, the, which is fucking awesome. I love Sicario, and he's 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 got like crazy range as a director. He does. Big, big fan. And I can't remember, you know, we did the episode some time ago where we were talking about some of our favorite up and coming. Um, I know we threw his name around. Um, mm-hmm. It's, it's mm-hmm. not like he's uh, the it's it's not uh, super new because, he, he, you know, enemy prisoners. It's been out for a bit, but very strong, powerful stuff he's been making. Mm. Um, one of the guys that whenever you see his name, I can't wait. I, it's, he's got my ticket. If I just see his name on it alone, honestly. Does he fall in that sort of category of like a Robert Eggers for you, where when you see something's coming out from him, you got to see it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Yeah. And um, on, on one hand, I think I'd, uh, I think I'd probably be more excited to see something from Denis Villeneuve. I really cannot say Villeneuve. that last name. Villeneuve Um, because you like you said AJ his range and the the his proven performance in that range where as much as I love Robert Eggers it's been three films that he's done and there hasn't been uh, they're different but they're also kind of close to an idea so, in the so, wheelhouse that he's doing yeah yeah yeah. so that's an interesting um discussion yeah guys um is is it do you look more forward to to a director that you think has like more range and has done a lot of great stuff like that like denis villeneuve or are you more excited for someone that's got like sort of a niche angle like Robert Eggers or even Quentin Tarantino guys like as much as we love Quentin Tarantino his his films have a certain flair to them like you know you're getting yeah for sure you know what I mean so what I mean that's interesting that's an interesting conversation to have I think yeah maybe not right now but like in general I no, I agree we could go pretty deep on that yeah. yeah 
about how excited we are for the next Michael Bay project. Or uh, hey, hey, oh, speaking right. of range, wow, <laughs> yeah, killing it, Michael Bay. I mean, the jump he did from <laughs> Bad Boys One to Two, <laughs> hey, Transformers uh, One to Five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, homeboy's um, killing but it. But it is, it is like I think you know we all have our 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 tastes in in genre film etc mm-hmm. but yeah it's uh it's interesting like what we're all excited or what we what we sort of like lean towards when it comes to like anticipation of of uh directors next films etc i think um he he might be at the top of my list to be honest just because wow of the, okay the, just because of the quantity and the range that he's done He's because he's he's hitting not just one genre that I like, but he's hitting like sure. all my he's hitting all my favorite genres. Yeah, and he's done them all fantastically. So uh, yeah, bring bring it on. Dan, do you have a guy like that? Yeah, or or woman uh, director that you sort of like? If I can't wait to see what they do next. I guess Matthew Vaughn. Yeah, okay. I, I can't okay. wait for Matthew Vaughn's next uh, project. Uh, so. the, the Batman, right? Was the last thing he did? Mm-mm, no. Uh, was the last one he did was uh, The Kingsman. The Kingsman. So, but he did do awesome. the Bat- the Batman, right? No, was no, that's the- uh, Matthew Reeves. All right, I got my directors mixed up. All yeah. right, yeah. so you the got Kingsman. Your, your the Kingsman. Yeah. I got my Matthew screwed up. Real right. quick, real quick, we're going to ask so you, the AJ, Kingsman, the same question. The Kingsman. But what else, what else besides The Kingsman? remind us real quick uh he did layer cake oh there you go that, okay, I love okay. That so that, yeah. that, that's somebody so. you're looking for the next thing they're doing okay mm-hmm. that's interesting yeah okay it's a nice that's British awesome gentleman awesome. crime <laughs> no what about, that's what awesome. about you aj that's you got awesome. someone up your sleeve that you uh no. yeah so i hate to be boring but like not boring but like we've already We've already mentioned him in this conversation, but Robert Eggers is yeah. a guy that I I want to see what's up next for this dude because I'm obsessed. <laughs> and, I'm obsessed mm-hmm. with this dude. Like I just think there's something special about even though it's niche, and then Park Chambook like will be another one because I agree with decision that. decision to leave was um one of my favorite films of last year, and I just I don't know. I, I'm excited that was for, very, for South Korean film. Like I'm just very, very excited for it. Very creative that one was. Yeah. Um okay. if, uh real quick, just yes. uh Robert Eggers right now in production, he's got uh Nosferatu. Oh, yes, right. on. yes, yes. Yeah, yes. I'm I am fully on board for that. Yeah. With so Nicholas Holt. The absolute cunt rail from the from menu. The menu. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, did I hate him so much? Yeah. So did I. <laughs> oh, fucking a. But AJ, let me tell you, if uh, before I watched Prisoners, I would probably probably put Robert Eggers above Denis Villeneuve. Yeah. But just after seeing that, um, and having kind of more of a appreciation for. The as as a father now and seeing like the emotions that Hugh Jackman hit on that level and being so frustrated with the people like you know this is my yeah. fucking daughter They're like it's not yours like that was God damn that hit hard so 
it was uh you know this is this is kind of like a race that might go back and forth you know it's a right. it's a it's not a, mm -hmm. a concrete for, list here yeah 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 for me too like jordan peele will be another one you know mm -hmm. um, mm. whatever he do, does next mm -hmm. i'm always going to be interested in i'm always we're always going to want to talk about that on the show whatever comes next for him so absolutely um these guys are and they're, well they're pushing the envelope and i love directors that push the envelope regardless of whether like their niche or they have a particular style like i'm glad like so you don't have to do everything you don't have to be great at everything like if you have a style like quentin tarantino mm. has this unmistakable style yeah and we and, and people have copied the shit out of it well, his style is copying the original great stuff and just modernizing it. Right. And then people are copying that and, and yeah. Tarantinoing up their stuff. And, you know, that's what makes him a great director. He is fantastic. I mean, if, if, it, if it wasn't for him, some of these beautiful choreographed and just cinematography, the things that were so perfect in their day that would be kind of lost to time yeah because if it wasn't for him they'd be forgotten and he's almost <laughs> absolutely his his uh infatuation and interpretation of these things is bringing them back yeah like he gets a lot of shit for stealing but if he didn't fucking steal that shit no one would remember it so right. i agree you know, i'm glad he fucking stole it yeah, because yeah, I didn't watch know, that now movie. Now everyone's still using it. Yeah. I didn't watch this right. weird, obscure movie from, right? from way back in the day that he did. So, but, um, so, so right. definitely Park Chan Wook, uh, Eggers, you know, like those yeah, two I, guys. I got one last one Please. that's obvious. And I mean, we already discussed him earlier tonight. Uh, it, James Gunn. Oh, Every, yeah. Everything that James Gunn okay. comes out with, I'm going to fucking watch right now. That's, that's a I mean, okay. Okay. Now. DC and like Peacemaker is such a fucking perfect show. And that I really When is uh, the second the season Suicide coming out? Squad. Ah, see, uh, we, we discussed this a bit earlier. Uh, season two of Peacemaker is being put on hold a little bit because they're making uh, an Amanda Waller show. Where they're gonna focus on Waller and then the and, and Waller two. remind me, I meant to ask you this earlier, DP. Waller is the head of that uh group. It's Viola yes. Davis, right? Yeah, yeah. She's she's the fucking mean bitch that that's right. <laughs> yeah. Put together the Suicide Squad and so which I rewatched. That fucking movie's awesome. Holy shit, is that good? Idris Elba. Now yeah. fuck off. <laughs> I'm Idris Elba. I'm a barista. Uh, all right, boys. So uh I've got uh I hate to drag this bitch out, but no, there don't. are just a little bit, a couple things I wanted to talk, get off the top, you know, get off my chest here. Um mm -hmm. regarding television, TV, okay. streamers. Um <laughs> TV. TV. Remember that? No, but I'm I'm talking HBO and Amazon and stars and all that Netflix. Um, you guys been watching uh, the last of us. It's been going on right now. I have not. No, no DP. We talked about this. You said you're going to go. I'm going to watch it. I just haven't gotten to it yet. AJ, you, you caught up. Not yet. Not yet. 
it's been going strong. I'm not going to talk any more about it then because uh, you guys need to get on it. Um, fantastic show. They're doing it right. It's wonderful. The thing I saw today was that there's an old show from Stars called Party Down that's getting mm-hmm. a, a new season. It's been like 14-something years, 15 yeah. years. Adam Scott, uh, Ken Marino. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, a bunch of like comedy staples kind of got their start with that show. That's right. You've seen yeah. it. I've watched a, a, a few. I haven't seen the whole season, but I watched a bunch of seasons from where they play caterers. And, yes. Yeah, it, it's very funny. Fucking hilarious. Martin Starr was show. in the original shit. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. A, a lot of uh, people cut their teeth there. Um, I, I was watching it in college when it first came out, but I just saw an ad that a new season's coming. And I was like, holy really? shit. Yeah, yeah. That's been oh, that's that been out. a decade and a half, yeah. um, but so it's funny because Party Down, I'm glad is getting a reboot, but uh, I think I brought this up on an, another episode. But 1899, the Netflix show, got canceled mm-hmm. after after one yes. season. Very mad about that. And then the other day, I've texted you guys about this show before with the response of crickets but avenue five on hbo has also been canceled it did two seasons mm-hmm. had mild viewership and they were just like nah and cut it out yeah. i don't even know that one yeah it's it's got hugh laurie laurie whatever the hell his uh, house? house name is yeah house um that's his name house it's the writers of that show are the people that did veep um it's a very smartly funny written show Mm -hmm. um it did two seasons one of the seasons was interrupted by covid so there was like a a, uh, like a two-year gap in between the first and second season and you know there's been a a big shake-up at hbo they've been canceling shit left and right background movie it's yeah Yeah. uh uh uh, claiming bankruptcy on all different kinds of projects or whatever that they filed under so I'm worried about some other shows on HBO that I like, you know, Righteous Gemstones is there. I haven't heard a confirmation that they're coming back yet, but that's been a fantastic show. In any case, that's my uh, closing thoughts on TV. And uh, I officially have no more notes written on my pad. Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Do it live. I can. I'll write it, and we'll do it live. Sorry, I said it because this was do it live night. Yeah, I say these because peek behind the curtain, people. We did not have uh, discuss anything beforehand. We're like, oh, just hit record, and we'll fucking do it live. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so I got all my. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Got on my do it live side bites. I forgot that we just kept going, so I I didn't have time to plan. I even have Stewie saying it, you know? We'll do it live. We'll do it live! <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why the fuck Family Guy had Stewie do it, but it works for me because he gets Stewie saying, Fucking thing sucks! <laughs> <laughs> but Beautiful. any Hoosiers. Stewie just um, said that? Fucking thing sucks? Yeah, yeah, they had a whole thing where Stewie uh, does the whole freaking Bill O'Reilly freak out about doing it live and I, I don't i don't know what that means dan dan sent it to us earlier did you 
Yeah, yeah. Check your text. You'll have a, a video in there somewhere. But any Hoosiers. Um, I, I think I think it's about time to wrap it up, boys. Uh, we've been going for quite a bit. Uh, a, a, any last thoughts be, before we say good night? No, nothing. All right. That in in that case, for for Marky and for fucking Lady McGee, AJ. Um, we say thank you, thank you so much for listening. We do this. We're we're here because we know how much you missed us, and so we came back for you, the listeners. Thank you for listening. Uh oh. Actually, before I say good night, one last thing. Please uh, follow us on social media. We uh, can be found at Movie Council Pod. Uh, you can send us an email to moviecouncilpod at gmail.com and make sure wherever you're listening, you rate and you review and you subscribe to the show. It helps us out. We appreciate it. And uh, we, we say thank you. So for Marky and AJ and for myself, we say good night and thank you for listening. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. <laughs> night, night. The Movie Council is adjourned.